Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Spotify, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. Also check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. Get all the latest content without a paywall and the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes Prize Picks. That's Prize Picks. Use the code five F I V E. Get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Again, this is money that you can play with right away. You do not have to wait. There are no rollovers. Just rated the number one fastest growing sports product in the country. Go to Prize Picks, Google Play Store, Apple App Store, or PrizePicks.com. Get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. And now, today's episode. Down to this game. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick. And then Five Reasons Sports, i got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Before we get to the entire floor plan, this is appropriate, because we're actually at Tropical Distillers. That's where we did our watch party tonight, thanks to some of the other sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network for coming out. We did not jinx it. The Heat actually did manage to win tonight. It's a great spot. Um, they do their own alcohol here. Okay, they don't need to bring it in from anywhere else. It's great. We had the two to one, two for one shots today, so we apologize if the podcast is a little bit more slurry than usual. <laughs> but we will get we will get through it uh, as best we can. But it's a great spot in Alapata. They just put like a patio outside. You can, I mean, you can come to this place. They got D, like DJs sometimes, and they have the big screen TV tonight to watch the uh, watch the Heat game. So we appreciate Tropical Distillers for hosting us here tonight, and they also got a, a great little merchandise store around the corner. All right, let's get to it. The Miami Heat win tonight, 118-105 to 105 over the Detroit Pistons. Pistons team that's won only 16 games that is in the Wemby sweepstakes. And beyond that was also not playing many of its core players, including Bogdanovich, who has torched the Heat in the past. Alec Burks and others did not play. Of course, Cade Cunningham, who's their really their build-around player going forward. He's been out for a while also. So, I mean, look, this should not have been competitive. This should not have been a clutch game. It doesn't look like a clutch game when you look at the final score because they won by 13. The only reason it looks like that is because Jimmy Butler went nuts in the last few minutes. Uh, Jimmy had 18 of his 27. 
in the fourth quarter and essentially was sleepwalking through the entire game and then just decided he was going to turn it on, which shows the level of mastery at this point, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Like he's just toying with people. But again, you can toy with the Detroit Pistons who are tanking and not playing half of their rotation players as it is. It's going to be a little harder to toy with Milwaukee, Boston or Philadelphia uh, if they get that far. I want to get to the rotation tonight because I feel like the starting line of rotation were the biggest stories to come out of this game. But is there anything – so we'll do it sort of backwards tonight because that's going to be the primary topic. Is there anything that just stuck out to you about a particular player tonight or trend? Um, I guess I would say Gabe Vincent has continued, you know, I think second straight good game for him. So it's just good to see him, you know, make a bunch of open shots because he's obviously had a tough season with the making of open shots aspect in general. So that's good. And like you said, uh, Jimmy, with the mastery of being able to kind of pace himself throughout a game, I think he only had one field goal attempt in the entire first half, finished the game with 27 points. And it really, it just looks so nonchalant. Like he he, he was almost non-existent uh, from the offensive end in the first half. I feel like, you know, everything else, you know, on the defensive end as a playmaker, he did what he was supposed to. And then from a scoring aspect, he really just turned it up in the second half and specifically in the fourth quarter, closed out the game for them. And it was really all him. So Jimmy just continues to do Jimmy things. I think, you know, Bam and Tyler had decent games. I think, um, you know, probably an episode for an off day, uh, Bam continues to kind of, I think, just kind of hang around in the background. You know, he's not necessarily leading the team in field goal attempts anymore like he was for most of the first half of the season. But, yeah, like you said, they only played eight guys and – I think we're kind of starting to get to that point of the season where we know who they're going to rely on. And I think tonight was kind of telling, even though, you know, the Pistons are not some uh, simulation of a playoff matchup. But, I, you know, the fact that they played eight men is what kind of stood out to me tonight. And I'm sure we're going to get into it. But, you know, great game from Gabe. Uh, great second half from Jimmy. And I think their defense was just good enough, right? Like they doubled them up in turnovers, doubled, doubled them up in points off turnovers. Uh, finished with seven more field goal attempts, and they just kind of did what they needed to do to get this dub in Detroit. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get into the rotation right after the break here, but before we do it, just a couple of other things that were noticeable tonight. One, we did a whole episode about Jimmy not feeding Bam, and then tonight he fed Bam. I don't think it's because Jimmy listened to the episode, but uh, clearly uh, it seemed to be a little bit more of an emphasis tonight. I think when we start to talk about the rotation here after the break, we will get into – certain pieces that looked better with other particular players tonight and the decision to get to this. But I mean, again, just to close it, uh, the, the loop on this, the heat did win their 42nd game tonight. They will be a winning team this season. It's not what any of us expected. I had them at 48 before the year started. The highest that they can get up to at this point is 45. But at the very least, a lot of franchises would take, Winning season after winning season after winning season after winning season. So in the big picture, uh, there, there, you know, there is some accomplishment tonight, even though certainly this is not the accomplishment that any of us were pointing to before the season. All right, before we get to anywhere else here on the podcast, we're going to talk specifically uh, about the rotation and the changes that Spolster made. Want to mention a couple sponsors because they were here tonight. Uh, we appreciate them coming out. Want to start. Uh, with c-armandstaffing.com. That's c-armandstaffing.com. Our guy Nelson was out here uh, tonight. If you work for a medical office, you got to reach out. Go through the website. It's c-armandstaffing.com or call Nelson direct at 561-891-9620. 561-891-9620. 
96-20. They rent out uh, the C-arm equipment to medical centers, hospitals. Um, and again, they're just great people. They, they came all the way down from West Palm tonight to spend some time with us, watch a heat game uh, all the way down in Alapata. So these are really good people. They will take care of you. It's family business. Schedule an appointment, 561-891-9620. And we also, we also want to mention our other sponsor tonight, ODMPSI.com. Uh, thanks to, to George and Josh for coming out here tonight. Uh, ODMPSI.com, we've always mentioned if you run a business and you're looking for high-level employees, they can help you. But they can help you the other way. They work with banks all over the country. They can help you get a high-level job. So go to ODMPSI.com. Again, that's ODMPSI.com. And again, thanks to those guys for joining us. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, let's get to the rotation tonight. And it starts with the starting lineup. Everybody was available. Max Struess was the starter. Jimmy Butler was at the four. This is kind of what we talked about before the season, that this might be something that they would go to eventually. But we thought it would be, I thought it would be at least sort of situation specific during the game. But to start it, before we get to the bench pieces, the three bench pieces that played tonight and everybody who didn't play, do you like this starting lineup? It's really interesting, and you know we kind of talked about this here at the at the at the watch party. I just think it's really interesting that Spo has kind of defaulted to this new starting lineup. I mean, I'm just kind of assuming that this is the starting lineup from here on out um, because it's been two games in a row with and without Bam. It's interesting. Like I think we would have all expected that they go with you know either back to Caleb or with another defensive kind of uh, forward in Highsmith. No Highsmith tonight. You know we're gonna get to the other guys who didn't play, but. 
it's interesting. Like, I think obviously you're going for the offense there. And I think there's there's some definite positives. Like, I, I, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that, you know, in a hypothetical uh, first round series versus the Celtics. But as of right now, I just think it, it makes sense as an offensive unit for the rest of the regular season. Now, I don't know if this is going to be, you know, the permanent starting uh, lineup going forward, but it makes sense. Like, I think. Uh, you give a little bit of more spacing to Jimmy. I think Max is a little bit more reliable on the defensive end than Kevin Love is. You don't need to show and recover for every single action. Like, you can kind of leave him um, to guard a guy with just a little bit of help as opposed to just outright sending two. And I think Love, and again, we're going to get to it, but Love has looked pretty good off the bench in these two games. So, as of right now, I'm a fan of it, even though I was somebody who was into um, bringing Caleb back in the starting lineup or even bringing Highsmith back into, you know, Highsmith into a line of period, like I said, but the true stuff, like you can see the positives. He was actually the only negative from a plus minus standpoint tonight. Not that I, you know, take a lot into that for um, a, a one game sample, but I think offensively, like you see the vision, there is more spacing on the floor for your two stars. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. And like I said, I think there's just a little bit less panic on the defensive end of the floor. And as a result, a little bit less effort that you have to put in if you're, the best players of the team to kind of cover up for somebody. So I'm kind of with it right now. Well, we talk about what it is again. And for those who missed it, uh, Adebayo, Butler, Struess, Hero, Vincent, not a lineup we thought that they would go to before the season. Um, if Struess is shooting the ball well, or at least is creating the fear of himself shooting the ball well, that is where the BAM Butler connection becomes better because, and we talked about that on the podcast because that does create the kind of space uh, that makes it easier again for the two of them to operate consistently. Now you don't always get a game like you did tonight from Vincent. I just think it's interesting that we spent the whole season talking about how they need to get bigger at the four. They need to get bigger at the four. And now with three games left in the regular season, they've defaulted to the smallest possible option that they could play, right? It's where he's going to aid Jimmy at the four, which is something we discussed before the year. And Jimmy said, if you remember going all the way back to media day, all the way back to media day, that he's not a four, right? (laughs) So here we are, and we're right back. LeBron never wanted to play the four in Miami, even though that was their best lineups. And Eric Spolster is very comfortable with the lineup of having a premier playmaker and all-around player playing the four spot and getting more shooting around him. This is much more similar to the types of lineups that he played uh, when he had LeBron James at the four spot. So, look, I'm okay with experimenting with it because I hated Kevin Love in the starting lineup. I didn't hate Kevin Love. Don't aggregate me on this. I just didn't like him in the starting lineup. You are right now, as we get to the next piece of this, before we close, he only went to three other guys. Uh, And it's two of the veterans in Lowry and Love and then Caleb Martin – all three of these players have been starters at one point this season. Lowry and Caleb started the season as starters. Then Love became a starter. And now it seems like he wants to have just three guys who he can push to 25 to 30 minutes if he needs to. Maybe not Love, but certainly the other two. But that he can play in the fourth quarter, all of them. We've seen Kevin Love has played in the fourth now the last two games. He had In the old rotation when he was starting, he wouldn't play in the fourth. So now he's actually getting sort of some of the early fourth quarter minutes. I just again, I think it's fascinating that they end there. It looks like they are going to go forward with this, and they're defaulting to smallest possible lineup they can play, and then taking three guys who've been starters previously this season and putting them off the bench. The other part of this, and I'll let you close on the rotation in general. No Duncan Robinson uh, tonight. No Victor Oladipo. Right. No Cody Zeller. 
So it appears if they're going to go eight, that those are the three guys who are going to be out of the mix here. Oh, yeah. and no Haywood Highsmith either. Yeah, and I was going to say, Highsmith was the last guy there. I just think in general, like, Spo um, kind of told us tonight who he trusts the most. And I think, to me, the most surprising part about it was the Cody Zeller, you know, leaving him out. And I'm someone who myself has brought up, like, I think they're going to end up having to choose between Love and Zeller as the back of five. And that's exactly what happened tonight. Like, they, they chose Love. And I've continued to be a proponent of Love as the back of five. Was a fan of that idea before they acquired him. And I think, you know, I haven't checked the on and off um, data in the last uh, week or so, but he was basically positive as a Heat member on in his um, time on the floor because of his minutes as a five with Jimmy on the floor with no bam. Like, I think those lineups have been really great, and they, they were before these last couple of games where I feel like they've done even better, and I haven't even checked um, the numbers yet. I just feel like it makes so much sense. It's very easy for uh, Jimmy to get to the rim when you have a guy like Love um, – you know, sitting on the wings, waiting to take the open three. And I think just love has looked so good off the bench. Like he's actually getting some easy buckets in the paint, like uh, cutting into the paint when he has a smaller guy on him, just easy basketball. Sometimes he's um, getting a second defender to come and, you know, the easy pass uh, comes to a shooter that way. I, I love the way it's looked so far. Obviously it's only been a, a little bit amount of time. I, I, I think it was 70 minutes that he's played at the five before the last couple of games. And again, I think it's looked great so far. So I feel like love is probably going to be the guy who's the back of five, but it is, it is a little bit surprising. I think just because Zeller has looked so solid on both ends. I think physically he's looked really good the way he's moving. So I wonder, I still wonder if it's going to be a matchup thing or, you know, maybe love stops being effective as a back of five and they go back to Zeller because Jimmy's look good with him too. Even if he's not a shooter, like, He's looked good with Cody Zeller. He had the seven assists to him last game. You guys did a whole podcast about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, I just think like, you know, like you said, it's sort of like a life hack, right? It's like, yeah, get these guys who've been in your starting lineup before to be on your bench and have these other guys come into the starters. And and I think it just makes it uh, easier on them, like Gabe and Max. I, I think he's figured out who he trusts. I think Zeller would probably be, the guy to come in if he stops feeling good about Kevin Love as a five, and I think it's kind of set there. Now, you know, we even talked about it with some people, with some fans here at the watch party. I think Highsmith is kind of the X factor. Maybe some people would say Oladipo, but, you know, for like a, a series against the Celtics, if they can get there. I think Highsmith would, uh, would be somebody who would be thrown in at times to match up versus some of their wings. Otherwise, I think they're kind of set in where they are right now, and I like it. I think Caleb Lowry and Love off the bench have, have really given them you know, some lineup versatility. They even had some minutes tonight with no Jimmy, no Bam. I'm not a fan of those minutes <laughs> overall, but like, you know, you got Tyler out there, you got Kyle out there, you got Kevin Love out there, and you got Caleb Martin out there. It's a pretty good bench unit. Well, there's a lot of experience there. And, you know, we talk about again, three guys who were who were supposed to be starters before the season. I, I think what Spolster is going to here is it's not so much about the scoring off the bench, which is what we've kind of always talked about. Like it was Hero last year, was Oladipo going to provide it? It's just more so about just getting solid play off the bench. It's about being able to plug holes. And it's funny, too, that we're talking about the two guys who they have decisions to make on this offseason and Struess and Vincent. And now they're both being plugged into the starting lineup. Uh, Vincent, it's been a little while now, but Struess right before the end of the regular season, which is kind of what happened last year, too. Although uh, last season, Struess went in with about 10 to 12 games left of the regular season and ended up being the starter throughout the playoffs. So he certainly has starting experience. 
Gabe has starting experience, so it's not really a problem for either of them. I still think in most cases, those two guys won't close. I think it'll be others who close and it could be, it could be Lowry and Martin again, which is where they were going before, but Spolster is still experimenting. I will say uh, this as we close, you know, the fact that they had their regular eight man rotation and Detroit, which is playing for ping pong balls and didn't have most of their regular rotation. And it still required Jimmy to essentially, you know, sort of, I'm going to say it's not literally, but kind of uh, sort of like toss the cigarette away and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to solve this for you guys now. Like that's what it felt like tonight. Uh, it shouldn't come to that. It shouldn't come to that. All right. I will let you close with stats, but the only stats I have is we did two for one shots at tropical distillers. So you've got like three stats before we got to close this up. And thanks to our other sponsors, odmpsi.com, c-armandstaffing.com. And of course, prize picks use the code five. So, you know, it's just a couple of things I want to throw in here that are relevant to what we're talking about with the rotation and kind of, uh, the stuff that they did tonight, that five man lineup, all of this is small sample, right? The two stats I want to bring up here. The five-man lineup with Struess and Gabe Vincent with Jimmy Bam and Tyler has only played 44 minutes all of this season, but it's a plus 14 net rating, so that's very good. Then the three-man bench unit that we're talking about now to, to fill out the eight-man rotation with Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, and Caleb Martin. Them three, when they play together, again, small sample, so not that this is going to be extrapolated over a whole season or anything like that, Plus 31 now. So they've gotten some, I, I, I think Spo is kind of leaning into, you know, lineups that have worked so far, even if it is a small sample. I think he's kind of tinkering with these rotations for a reason. And, hey, it seems to, it seems to me that he's looking at the stats just like me. I bet you he knows that stat. That would be a good question to ask. If he Coop, knew the stat, right? Coop was telling him. Uh, Coop was telling him. Somebody's telling him because I wonder if he knew. I mean, to, plus 31, like that's not like a small – Maybe small sample size, but it's not. Bro, it's not a small, shooting. right? It's not a small margin. <laughs> yeah. You have to think he knew that, or at least his eye test led him there. Had many conversations with Spolster over the years about analytics. He 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 looks at it. He doesn't rely on it totally, and and he will tell you that some of his best decisions were made when he went against it, such as playing Udonis Haslam in the 2012 playoffs against Indiana, and playing Dwayne and LeBron together when the numbers were saying don't play them together in the playoffs. So he's been through this before, but it does look like he's settled on some lineups that at least he's been comfortable with in the past. All right, Gabe Vincent tonight, 22 points, uh, three rebounds. Jimmy Butler, 27 points. The Heat beat Detroit. Three games left, Philadelphia, Washington, and Orlando. We'll have them all covered for you here and on playback. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.